You're listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint Football. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. Intercepted by the Saints in the end zone. Touchback. Oh, that was electric. You can't defend that. There's no way to do it. Lauren Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's going to pop it himself from distance and he go. got it. All tied up. There goes Tobo Tay. 70 yards. It out. Creates a three-pointer. He That's got big. it. That's big. How about the freshman get yeah. big minutes? Connolly. Yes. Oh baby. Lab. Woods. Ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your hosts, Alex and Ben. From Tower Hall. Finally live. Finally live. Yeah. This. Uh, <laughs> hey, we walked into a building with lights this I week. I know. I forgot about last week. We until walked just into, now. I walked into the building. And I was like, it's weird that there's lights on this. Oh. Always oh. want to be janitor lady, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> shout out janitor lady. <laughs> Sorry again this morning. True fan of the show. True fan. Friend, friend of the, of the show. show. <laughs> Love her. Would not be here without her. Live. Love it. Thank you, Janitor Lady. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Hi. We've got a great show for you guys this week. Couch Coaches makes its triumphant return to the airwaves and to stream on. We did it, Joe. (laughs) World War III is upon us, but it's okay because we're here to talk sports. It's fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be we'll fine. We'll be all right as long as we talk some basketball. I'm just going to keep telling myself that it'll be fine, and we'll see where we are in a few days. Talk to me next week, and then we'll talk. We'll, 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 see, how, we'll see how truly afraid we all are of World War Three. Yeah, we'll see if we're on next week. Yeah. If we're not on, you know what's going <laughs> you, down. You know it's going down. Say a prayer. Uh, WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. Like I said, I'm Alex. Across from me is Ben. We've got a great show for you today coming up this hour. Did ESPN get the NBA 75 rankings correct? NBA points, college hoops points, sports movie power rankings. And of course, in the second hour, Jake Lasota, catcher for the men's baseball team. He joins us live in studio to give us 15 minutes of his time graciously. And Ben, you did it. You found the guest. Congratulations yeah, on your hard of, work. I mean, it's crazy because I just... I just said the guest's name and you kind of found the guest. Only because I know the guest. Yeah, it makes sense. It's right? like if I it's like when I ask you to get a woman's basketball player, it's no different. Like, yeah, it just <laughs> feels weird because it's like I found the guest, but like I didn't even say anything to the guest. <laughs> like I feel bad. It's okay. I forgive you. Thanks, pal. It's okay. I forgive you. All right. NBA seventy five. Yes. Yes. Bow. Two times. <laughs> I right. made it a big deal. I, I, yeah, well, first of all, the point was to not rank them. That's what the NBA yeah. did. At the beginning, they were like, these are the 75 best players in no particular order. In fact, they made it 76. Clay Thompson not in it. Ha. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so they're like, all right, it's 75 players. Let's just make it 76 and still leave Clay Thompson out of it. Yeah. All uh, right. Like, I thought... 
I didn't think it'd be, I thought it was just going to be like some, you know, list. Mm-hmm. And then they started having these award ceremonies about it. And the whole thing at the All-Star Game, I was like, oh, they're, they're like serious about this. <laughs> and now here comes ESPN. Yeah, ruining it for everyone. That, they just had, <laughs> ESPN's, ooh, a list? Let's make a terrible oh ranking Let's for clicks. Let's get people talking. Let's yeah. make a terrible ranking for clicks. And that's exactly so what they did. First of all. Really low, number 75, second to last. Damian Lillard, congratulations, you are last. Shouldn't be on it. Dude, just, oh my. Like, what has he accomplished in his career? Nothing. Not a single thing. In 2012, he had a rookie of the year. In 2022, he has the same accolade. <laughs> the same one. And that's it. Hey, but he's doing it the hard way. Yeah, he's, not, he's not running from the ground. He's not running from the ground. It's like, dude. How much, like, it's not like he's ever had a terrible team. Like, no, he hasn't had the most help. But when you have CJ McCollum, like, had. Yeah, right. He's had CJ McCollum. Had CJ McCollum. He's had prime LaMarcus Aldridge. Come on, bro, get it done. You wasted prime LaMarcus Aldridge, if we're being honest here. No MVPs, no championships, and and Dwight Howard is off this list. He's a three-time defense player of the year. He's a champion. He's an MVP. Mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady. He's the same thing as Damian Lillard, in my opinion. Just better. <laughs> Just better. Just better. All right, how about 71, Anthony Davis? Compare that to number 69, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Like, how did they come up with this? What is this list? Like, what? Oh, I can't. It doesn't even have an author. They don't even want to admit who it was. It just says ESPN.com. I think Anthony Davis deserves to be on the list. Yeah. But it's like not there. Not <laughs> 71. I, let's go. I can't. All right. All right what else? Let's get, let's get into the big one. I'm going to go all the way to the top 10. Well, first yeah, of all, okay. I just want to point out James Harden at 50. Yeah, I'm not sure. Kawhi Leonard at 33, below Scottie Pippen at 32. That's an interesting how they That's an that. interesting back-to-back. Yeah, I really, when I saw that, that popped out to me. I'm like, these two are very similar in terms of the play style. Yeah, that means they think any moment now, Kawhi is going to overtake Scottie Pippen. Which yeah, is, and then AI is right in front of Scottie. The fact that AI is only in the 30s, I think, is kind of an embarrassment I, as well. I love D-Wade, right? He's not better than Allen Iverson. Iverson. And Dwayne Wade is at number 30. So lots of recency bias in here. I mean, Chris Paul's at number 29. A lot of recency bias, yeah, for sure. Lots of recency bias. I love John Havlicek. That's a 30s player. You know, like, that's that's a guy you can move into the 30s. But then, then again, if we could go to the 20s real quick, I don't know how Stockton and Malone especially are 23 and 24 when you scroll just a little bit down and Elgin Baylor and Jan. How is Giannis ahead of Carl Malone? I, I'm not a Carl Malone guy. Nobody is. Nobody likes Carl Malone. No, bad guy. Bad guy. Okay, basketball player. <laughs> that man, he's like. But so, the fact that he's ranked lower than Giannis that is doesn't kind make of ridiculous. any sense. Giannis is in the prime of his career. How can you say he's already a top 20 player in the history of the NBA when you haven't even seen a full career from him yet? And I Should mean, he be in the top 75? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But, but Carl top Malone, 20 over Carl Malone. Carl Malone is top three all time in scoring. Yeah. He's top 10 all time in rebounding. Like, what? John Stockton has one of the most unbreakable NBA records mm-hmm. with assists. And Giannis has won a chip and two MVPs. Like, that's awesome. That's great. I love you. But, like, when you stack up the accolades, the points, the rebounds, what they've done to the age of 26, Mm -hmm. sure, Giannis has done more to the age of 26. But, like, we're talking about greatest players ever. 
and I don't see how you can say Giannis is a greater player than Carl or John Stockton right now. Like, I don't get that. It's or even Allen Iverson. It's wild to me that you're the one to say this. I know. Because you are a Milwaukee guy. I got a Giannis flag I'd also in my like room. to point out that a fan and friend of the show pointed out to me that you are from the suburbs of Milwaukee and therefore should not be calling yourself a Milwaukeean. But... See, it's like... You know, I'm not going to go there. People from the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. Well, they say they're from Chicago until they get to Chicago. I'm from, I'm from the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, we'll go with that excuse. We'll see what uh, we'll see, we'll see what our friends in Milwaukee have to say about that when they uh, get back to me with their <laughs> weekly report on your performance as a Milwaukee. It's easier to explain. <laughs> yeah. All right, keep going. Dirk, top 20. He's at 17. Stephen sure. Curry at 16. I'd like to see Stephen Moses Malone at 15. I, I could get with that. I can get stuff a little higher, maybe higher than Julius Irving. Yeah, for sure. Hakeem at 13, which I thought Hakeem would make the top 10, but this top 10 is very competitive. Like a very easy. Kevin Durant at 12. That's the recency bias. Is is Kevin Durant a top 12 player, in your opinion? I want to hear I what you have to say like about this. I think he's like 15 range. Like, I don't think it was that big of a miss, but it's okay. like... I see. I thought it was a little bit bigger of a miss. I thought it was going to be in that twenty range around Dirk. I thought him and Dirk would have that. similar rankings. I mean, if Carl, see, that's what I'm saying. If Carl Malone is at twenty, like three or something like that, Kevin Durant should be at twenty. Like, mm-hmm. you could even argue Kevin Durant's not a greater player than Carl Malone. Like, I don't think, I don't think so. But I could see that argument. And now you got Kevin Durant that much higher. So. I don't know about seeing that argument. That argument. Twenty-seven over his career, though. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. So then, just outside the top 10 and number 11, Shaquille O'Neal. I have Shaq ahead of Kobe. and they Oh! Have, yeah. Why would you say that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Rest in peace. But, yeah, Kobe at 10, sure. Is Kobe ranked 10th because of uh, recency bias? I was, good, I was thinking with how things go and how ESPN goes, like, that's a top five player to ESPN because mm-hmm. he just passed away. Yeah. Like, that's well, how it Well, to some people, goes. Kobe is a top five player to end some of discussion. People, first of all, he's the greatest of all time. And if you're listening to our show, please stop. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I definitely don't want your listenership. But uh, other than that, like, it's like, you know, the, the Laker <sighs> fans, yeah, bro. The Laker fans, top five. No, he's just not. You know, he's just not. I was, like, the big O at nine is, What? So would you have put Shaq over the big O? I would have put Shaq over Bill Russell. I think Bill Russell is the most overrated player in the history of basketball. Elaborate. Bill Russell at six, by the way. Yeah, Bill Russell's at six, ahead of Will. I mean, uh, behind Wilt, which I can appreciate. Because I think mm-hmm. Wilt is one of the most Wilt's a top five players. player. Yeah. I don't think you could look at Wilt and say he's not. Uh, Bill Russell was not one of the greatest defenders. This is the first line. is Russell was one of the greatest defenders, if not the greatest of all time. No, he's not. He's the best rebounder in NBA history. Only because he, was he the shot tallest 42% man. from yeah. the field, and he was the only tall guy on the court. He shot 42% from the field. And he no got his own rebounds because he can't make a layup. <laughs> That's where like half of his boards came from. <laughs> And then his generation was so bad that when they missed their layups, he got the rebound. Congratulations, whoop de doo You're six foot eleven in the twenties. Like he's not that good. He's really not that good. And when you look at the rest of the players on this list from almost any era, and I know this is era shaming and really <laughs> era shaming. It's like it's like that's wrong because he didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. But you, Bill Russell couldn't do anything for his team, like play make for his teammates. He couldn't shoot. Is that his fault? No, they didn't even have a three-point line. Like, yeah, but sign of the times. How is he a greater player than like 
than Larry Bird, than Kobe Bryant, than Shaq. He's not greater than Shaq. Kevin Durant is one of the most skilled players to touch a basketball. He was the same height as Bill Russell. Hmm. Like, ugh, I, I just, I don't like, oh, see, but... Wow. He's going to pass away, and so, I'm going to feel bad. Era shaming. You heard it here first. <laughs> ben is era-ist. <laughs> he is shaming. You're hearing it for, here first. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. <laughs> WCSF-Streamon.FM. Apple Podcasts. Couch Coaches. Co-host. Ben of Hot Mike Sports. His era-ist. Canceled our own show. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, ESPN has to make it a GOAT debate because it's the only way they make ever any money ever. Michael Jordan at one. LeBron James at two. Sure. I Sure. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, MJ will forever be my goat, and I did not want to turn this into a goat debate. I, I really didn't. Because we could have done that. So yeah. That's all we'll say. See, but I'm not, I'm not, und- we're not undisputed here. We don't do that. We're not, we're yeah, not Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Skip, skip. For a long skip. time, I had LeBron because like the counting stats, all that stuff. And then last year uh, in the playoffs, he lost to the Suns in the first round. He had all the help he needed. Mm-hmm. And he, I don't know. If, I don't think he got swept. I think he lost in five. Yeah, it was um, in five, I believe. And I was like, wow. And, and this y'all go? <laughs> it was the way that he played. It wasn't. Yeah. It was like the not getting back on defense, the, the body language, all that stuff. I was like, and I never, I, I hated that argument before. when it was like, Jordan just had it. And Jordan just, he was a killer. And I'm like, all right, shut up. Like, shut up, LeBron's yeah. averaging 45 in the finals right now. Yeah. And like, Michael Jordan no gets the nod because he's a killer. Like, but, um, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, wow. You know, Jordan, I hate to say that, but Jordan would have never, if Jordan's in that series, they're winning that series in four with Anthony Davis. So I'm like, I'll, I'll give the nod to Jordan. If if this list had LeBron, this list has LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm either way, I'm, I'm kind of leading Jordan right now. Okay. But it is, obviously, he has he has a career to play. Uh, James has a career to play, so. Yeah, and I think the bigger debate than one, two, honestly, is number three. Who is your Number three player of all time. I got Kareem just because he's mm-hmm. all time a scorer. That's that's who uh, NBA has. Uh, rather, ESPN has number three Kareem Abdul Jabbar, twenty four point six point per game, eleven point two rebounds, about four assists. Kareem was the first goat of basketball. Would yeah. you say? That's, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So he gets his due respect at number three. All right, ESPN. Your final thoughts, Ben. Did they get the 75 rankings correct, or did they screw this up so much that we should just never look at ESPN again? For ESPN standards. Yes, which are very, very low. Bars on the ground. Pretty good list for ESPN standards. All right. Overall, if I were to make this list, Mm -hmm. my friends would persecute me. But it was was okay. All right. It was okay. It was okay. All right. That's a review. That's a review. All right. We got to take a break. Coming up next, NBA points. We got to talk some NBA, tell you what's going on in the league. And uh, we're going to tank for Bronny. At least that's what somebody's going to do in the league in the next few years. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. This is Couch Coaches. Uh, All around the world. Uh, To the beach, y'all. All around the world. Y'all know. So, so WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. We're talking basketball. Banger, dude. Yeah. Bob's only. Timeless. Timeless. Classic. Classic, as some would say. 
We're going to talk some NBA points. I'm Alex. That's Ben. This is Couch Coaches on WCSF. Juliet, 88.7 FM. Is basketball your favorite sport, Ben? You're darn right it is, Are Alex. you going to dribble up and down the court, Ben? Potentially. Okay. Averaging one rebound a game in 1. Uh, 1. JV. 1.4 rebounds. Man, What's the respect? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's get, let's get right to it because I have a resounding sweeping declaration. Sweeping declaration. Guys, he has a sweeping declaration, I think. All-Star Weekend sucked. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, All-Star Game was good. but Yeah, the All-Star Game was fun, but I mean... The weekend? Yeah. Friday night sucked. Saturday, Saturday night sucked. Hey, but they had DJ Khaled, so... DJ Khaled! <laughs> they saved it with DJ Khaled. Did they, though? Said absolutely no. Yeah, way. I was going to say, you better better uh, help yourself right here, young man. Yeah, no, that was the you worst. You better help yourself out I, You right know here, what? Young man. And I know it's not really part of All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. The celebrity All-Star game that was, was just actually... Bad. Nah, bro. You had Miles Garrett throwing down windmills. That was fun. That I, was fun. Miles Garrett was the only fun part about uh, that. I agree. And it's just because it was like, it was some skill, bro. Miles Garrett could low-key be the power forward for the Thunder right now. It's almost as if Miles Garrett is like an athletic freak or yeah, something. Yeah. An absolutely unreal athlete who plays in the National Football League. Yeah, he's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. It's not like that guy's a paid professional athlete. I mean, but by he's any going standards. on vert windmills. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's unreal. That's kind of wild. So, what about the uh the dunk contest? Trash. Garbage can. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like Unfair, partly because it's like, you know, 2016 can never be repeated. Yeah, people hold will, will hold everything up to the 2016 dunk is, contest. Yeah, that's not fair because that was just the greatest But I mean, granted, we've had some okay dunk contests since then. Yeah, 2019 was decent. Yeah. And then you get this year and last year. It's like, it's like well, I first can't First of even, all, no, no names are in it. Sorry right. to anyone that competed. Nobody, I like, when I saw the names, I'm like, who in God's name are half of these people? I mean, like, yeah, like... I'd like to say that, like, if we got John Morant, it would be a better show. But it's like, Derek John Jr. last year competed, and he was, like, one of the best jumpers I've ever seen. And it's like, he just can't think of something that Aaron mm-hmm. Gordon or Zach Levine did. Also, it's been, fine to redo the dunks, though. Just, just do, do it. It's, yeah, it, just it was so do impressive it. when Zach Levine dunked from the free throw line. Yeah. And, and so we gave him a 50. Michael Jordan has done that before. You didn't see any of us complaining. In fact, you saw comparison videos. Let's get some comparison videos, people. Yeah, Watch the tough. film. Watch the film. Like, and then when you, it should really only be like two attempt max or like a three attempt max because Jalen yeah, Green. It, th- this control of the ball sleep. rule is so stupid. Why do you have to have control of the ball? If you go up with the intent to dunk, you should be counted as an attempt. Like, give you 30 seconds. Like, yeah. like how, how it used to be. Because, oh my gosh, it's so boring to watch Jalen Green. And then he does 35 attempts of the same dunk. And then he just yeah. ends up settling and does this lame dunk that I could do. Not really. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we just wasted 10 minutes to watch you do a, a little through the legs. And you're yeah. going to get a 25. Like, yeah. whatever. Oh, we top it. Like, the crowd wasn't even into it. No, no the one crowd was into was, it. The crowd was dead. You know, the, you know it's bad when the most hype part of the night... Is the skills competition, which, by the way, awesome new format. Yeah, I was about to say the NBA kills it with that. They did that. They did that really well. That That was awesome. awesome. The rising stars and the skills competition is like that was awesome. That was so good with that. The three point contest should be the last part of the night. Now, I really do think that. I think they should get this stuff knocked out during the halftime of All Star Game (laughs) dunk contest. Yeah, like dunk contest, three point contest. 
it just takes a little too long. But no, no, that's got to be All Star Saturday, All Star Saturday night. That's got to stay. But I think you got to do some rearranging. Open with the dunk contest. Isn't that crazy? Skills competition. Yeah, skills competition, and then the three point challenge. Like Obi Toppin, he's gonna get a little more like this. He had some really nice dunks, but it was like, did he though? Overall, as a dunk contest, it was like it was lame. I'll give him credit. He did do something I've never seen before. Oh, which one? The off the glass. That was cool. That was cool. I don't think it was worth a 50 in any other dunk contest. But yeah, because our dunk contest this year sucked. Yeah. Kind of had to give him a 50. Garbo, warbo. Very much garbage. All right. Another big NBA point. Bronny. LeBron James came out and said his last year in the league will be spent with his son no matter where it is. It's not about the money at that point. He just wants to play a single season with his son. So... Does that mean, regardless of how good Bronny is in college, it doesn't matter when he declares for the draft, he could be a projected second-round draft pick if he was just a normal human being, but instead he is LeBron's son. Does he become the number one overall pick just because LeBron James comes with him? Do teams tank for Bronny James? Ben? Got to do a little bit of projection here, right? Uh Uh-huh. So say Bronny stays where he's at Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, Regards to the other class, right? He's he's about 25 in his class right now. He's picked 25th overall. Like, he's supposed to be picked 25th overall, right? And LeBron's still at... LeBron would be like 39 at that point. Yeah, so, say LeBron... LeBron um, is an all-star caliber player. Maybe he's not All-NBA anymore. He's borderline All-NBA, you know? Mm-hmm. Still LeBron James, though. I'd pick him top five. I mean, it's like, but I mean, you got to keep in mind, these guys that are picking top five, Orlando, Sacramento. Yeah, they're not teams that are ready to go and win a championship, but they in need terms to of, sell some tickets. And that's what I'm saying. In terms of marketing, you know what that's puts as good as it seats? Gets. A top three all-time NBA player. Yeah, that's as good as it gets. So I think, yeah, he, for the money, yeah, he's going to get picked. And I mean, you can get a LeBron on a minimum. But if you get an uh, opportunity like... Imagine a LeBron on a minimum. Oh my that gosh. would be unreal. Like Boston had a few years ago, they had the number three pick and they were still a really good team. Mm-hmm. If you can get that, oh, LeBron is going to, like, they will trade up. Someone might trade up for number one pick that's a contender and say, we're trading for LeBron, basically. Yeah. This is, Le- we want LeBron. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun pick. Uh, his contract expires right as Bronny's projected to get drafted, but we got to, Bronny's got to get there first because yeah, in high school, he's, he's not it. killing the game right now. Well, he also plays on an all-star yeah, team. Yeah, he plays on the greatest team ever. <laughs> Which but. only won by three to an Illinois high school. That was cool. Glenn Bard is goaded. Yeah. State cha- by goated. the way, they started their state championship run yesterday. Are they public or are they private? They're public. Wow. They, That's insane. Glenn Bard West, 40-point win last night in the uh, first round of regionals. Just a group of public school kids. Yeah, they just grew up together and were like, yeah, we're going to do this at a public school. We're going to go crazy. And that's what they've done. They've gone crazy. They've like played travel ball together since they were like nine, ten that's years old. insane. Yeah, it's a fun group to watch. That it's is so a much fun, fun group. I wanted to go to that. Dude, that tickets game. are unreal. Yeah. Tickets are un- It was unreal to see that place sold out for a high school basketball game. That's where we're at. Yeah. It's America. Fun. It's more fun to watch Glenbard West versus Sierra Canyon than the the dunk contest. So <laughs> I'd rather be courtside for Glenbard West than I would for Bruh. the dunk contest. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Indeed, for the dunk contest. Yeah, for the dunk contest. For the dunk contest. All right, then very quickly, conference finals, NBA finals, prediction time. We're at about like the three fifths mark of the season. So here we go. In the West, mm. 
my conference final. Sure, yours. Yes. Phoenix Suns. Sure. Yes. Against the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. I'm so why the what? Grizzles. You, it's not bad, obviously. It's mm-hmm. two of the top three teams. Uh-huh. But give me a little bit of explanation on no Warriors. That's a stacked team right there. Yeah, I just I just you know, I feel like it. the Warriors is kind of a lame pick. I feel like everyone's going to have the Warriors. Honestly, I like to so spice fair. things up. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's going to pick the Warriors. So let's go with the Grizzlies. Okay. Yeah, you know the Suns fair. are going back there. Yeah. Unless they just collapse in the postseason, which, to be fair, they very possible. Yes, they absolutely could. Very possible for what we've seen in the NBA the past few years. So there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the West, like, I could absolutely see that. I don't think the Grizzlies are legit. In terms of the playoffs, just because of experience. Yeah. Um, but I mean, John Morant. But I mean, John, John Morant is good. <laughs> John Morant's that dude. Uh, Chris Paul being out for the next six to eight kind of like hurt the Suns for me, but he's going to be back in time. So I think the Suns are kind of a lock. Mm-hmm. And I think the Warriors are kind of a lock. Okay. If it wasn't two locks, I really wanted to spice things up, but I couldn't justify the Grizzlies. And yeah. honestly, the, we, the West is way weaker than I thought it was. Yeah. Like the Jazz are not real. Like no, the the Clippers you, are not there. You know, usually it's the Wild West out there, right, and that's like, like you know, there's eight teams, one through eight, that you're like, oh my god, they these, could do they it. They could all do it. And this year, you look at the play-in tournament, and you're like, what in God's name will I be watching? If when it wasn't I sit for last down year, for these games, I was gonna say the Lakers because they have LeBron. But then last year he proved me wrong. Yeah, so. just because LeBron is on the team doesn't mean you have a shot right. anymore. I mean, it still does, but not to the extent it used to. No, it used this to be it, a finals lock. Yeah, not not so much anymore. In the East, I've got the Bucks, your mm-hmm. hometown Bucks, my hometown Bucks, my hometown Bulls, your hometown Bulls. Yeah, a little bit of bias there, but who cares? Bucks, Bulls, Eastern Finals. Uh, I think Brooklyn just poops the bed because sure. that's what Brooklyn does. I think Philly could do the same thing. Yeah, Philly's not going to do anything. Uh, so I think the Bulls find a way in there. I think they finally shut up the haters. And the Bucks are the Bucks, and they just get in there. Ben, the hot take was that they were going to be good last I week. I cannot decide how I feel about them, but I do think they're going to have a crazy post-All-Star break, which starts tonight. I don't know if they play tonight, but that starts tonight. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I've got, I've got a weird Eastern Conference Finals. I do have the Bulls, for sure. Yes! I think they're going to make it. I think, see, Philly could either... <laughs> Philly could either sweep the playoffs. Yeah. I did it. I put some respect on the Bulls' name. Respect the Bulls. Respect the Bulls. That's crazy. Yeah, you guys went from not even a play-in team last year, and now we're talking finals, Eastern Conference finals. Finals? Maybe. You have them in there. I got to ruin my pick. Go ahead with your explanation, though. <laughs> Go ahead with your explanation, though. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, I got the Bulls in there. I think that Philly could either um, go undefeated for the rest of their games and totally win the finals, or they can do what the Nets did last year and be like, just nah. they're not together. Like, because mm-hmm. it's Harden and Embiid, but they haven't played together. So, Embiid with a step back now, that's going to be hilarious to watch him airball those. Yeah. I cannot in wait. In for Embiid, time. yeah. Embiid's going to have the ball coming down the court. Three seconds. Embiid with yeah. the step back, airball. Yeah. Right into the hands <laughs> of, of the defender. Oh, yeah. No, the Bucks are going to the conference finals. <laughs> yeah, uh, nah. I got Cleveland. Yeah, I know the, the surprise. Cleveland in Chicago, one of the best coach. That's kind teams. of electric. That is electric. It's these two exciting teams. I looked at the East. I'm like, if the Sixers and Nets aren't doing it, which they very well could, 
right? I think the Sixers and Nets aren't. I think the Sixers can do it. I do not think the Nets can do it at all. Even with with timing, even if they lift the mask mandate in New York, which is looking more and more likely. I mean, rather the vaccine mandate in uh, New York, and that would allow Kyrie to play in home games. Even then, they're just. I just don't see they're not together. Yeah, they're just kind of there. They have the talent, so if they do it. You know, if they, I mean, if yeah, right, it would be despite each other. It wouldn't be out of team, yeah, right? It would just be like, this is my possession. Kyrie took over in the playoffs or KE yeah. took over in the playoffs. It, it'll be, each possession will be ISO. They'll just rotate ISO. I kind of feel bad work. for Steve Nash. He's <laughs> not a good coach. Well, yeah, okay? but he also doesn't have the greatest roster of team guys around him. He has a great talented roster. Yeah. And when people look at it, it's casuals especially, they'll say, like, oh, look at all these yeah. names. Steve Nash can't do anything with them. Well, yeah, especially when they're all jerks. And they all play selfish basketball, yeah. which everyone, with the exception of maybe KD, does. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Ben Simmons averaged the assist numbers, but you know he plays selfish basketball. Mm-hmm. I think Cleveland's one of the best coach teams right now. They have the young, exciting talent. The reason that I was hesitant is because they don't have the star power. But I think that this team is so well-rounded, so well-coached, so together, that I think they're going to beat out teams like Philly and Brooklyn, and I have to put them in the top two. I was close on Miami. Just... I just think they're pretenders. Jimmy G buckets. Yeah, I she like Jimmy G buckets. Not a lot. I don't think the Bucks can repeat what they did. I mm. think they'll get beat by a team like Cleveland that's just better coached. Because in the playoffs, Coach Bud doesn't really know what he's doing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got Cleveland. Uh, who do you got in the finals? My finals, biased. The Phoenix Suns. Mm. Chicago Bulls. I could have seen that coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not because I have the computer in front of me. It's it's because I could have seen that coming. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Regardless. I've got Suns and Six. We're running low on time, Ben, so you're going to have to run through this one. But Phoenix, I have them winning the series because the Bulls are the Bulls. They're going to find a way to break my heart. Suns, Suns and Six. Warriors, Cleveland. All right. Cleveland wins in the conference finals against Chicago. Oh, okay. I thought you said they're going to win the championship there for a second. No, 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 no. But Cleveland and Warriors rematch. Mm-hmm. That's electric. Mm-hmm. Without LeBron, even better. Without LeBron. Warriors in five. They just ruined the yeah, miracle they, story. Yeah. They just throw it out. I was going to say, it's going to be like Warriors in four or something. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Coming up next, we're going to talk some college hoops, some college basketball. You ready, Ben? I'm so ready. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back. Couch Coaches on WCSF, Juliet, 88.7 FM. From Tower Hall, this is Couch Coaches, WCSF, Joliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Hi. Ben, it's almost the best time of the I year. Know. It's almost the, the most electric time, time in sports. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, I love this That time music, that sound just feels like Chromebooks up in class. Yeah. Trying not to let the teachers uh-huh, see you, bro. Uh-huh. Oh, I cannot wait. It feels like four screens in front four of me screens. on my couch. Oh, yeah. Alex, you got this game. I uh-huh, got this game. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. I'm going to tell you all right now, our March Madness preview episode is going to be the greatest thing in the, the history electric. of radio. It's going to be the greatest thing in the history of radio. And don't forget, you can catch your lady... Saints in March Madness as well. Mm-hmm. A little bit of plug. A little bit of plug? Bro, I'm so excited for that team, bro. A little bit of plug. A little bit of plug. Oh, classic. All right. They play tonight. They play tonight. Yeah. Thursday, semifinal action also, in the CCAC. I have to mention it. If you're listening live and you're a student, free pizza to anyone that attends the game at halftime. Oh, yes! Presented by Coach McGinty himself. Yes! John yes, McGinty! Yes. It's electric. Roll Bernies! Indeed. 
Please pop out to the game. It's going to be an electric environment. Catch me on the PA as well tonight. Are oh, you doing Catch it again? Me on a mic? Hey, man. Bro, you actually, I'm not even joking. I'm not just saying this. You actually killed it. Appreciate I was so it. proud. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was awesome. I love Got a good game. Yeah. Well, are we going to talk about that? That's later in the show. Okay, cool, later, cool, cool. Yeah, don't worry. We gonna, no, I know. We're going to hit on JP33 and company. You already know. I can't believe I got to drop that Hannah, on the mic tonight. And a Swiatek and company. And a Swiatek. Stop playing. playing. Bro, you say JP33. Oh, my oh, gosh. I've, I'm dropping please, that on the mic. Please, please. Alex, don't forget. JP33. For three. Bang. That's electric. Stop. That's dope. All right, all right. All right yeah, all right. we got to move on. D1 hoops. D1 hoops. D1 hoops. Yeah. Focus up. March Madness. March Madness. Couch coaches. March Madness. All right. Couches, not coach advice. Not couch advice. Joan Howard. Yeah, speaking of coach Sla- advice. <laughs> coach, man, needs some coach, coach advice. advice. This is coach advice. I've been Jawan wanting to Howard. this with you yes, for a while. Yes, you are a Michigan man. I am indeed a Michigan man. So, Joan Howard, open hand slap in the handshake line. And all, all hell breaks loose. A brawl. Yeah, it's a brawl. It's it's honestly that is one of the worst brawls I've seen in basketball since the Mouse in the Palace. It's obviously not there. It was pretty it, darn close though in terms you of modern people, day. In terms of the modern day, yeah. with how things go, like Jawan Howard proved that he's not just one of the NBA guys that hold me back, hold me back. No, yeah, he's actually about the action. No, he's about it. He's, he's about, about it. the action. And it's it's not his first time doing something like this. He he didn't go as far last time, but he's gotten in his scuffles in as a coach and like. I'm just going to, this guy is frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. As a Michigan fan, obviously Michigan social media is buzzing. And um, about half has said, um, you know, that's my coach. I'm glad we got someone to yeah. stick up for our players. Um, that's so cool that, you know, that like our coach is about that. Me and the other 50% are like, he should be fired. He's a disgrace to the university. Wow. He shouldn't like, he's not... It starts with he gets a contract extension, has mm-hmm. some good years, gets a contract extension, and immediately with the fourth-ranked team in the country, one of the most talented teams, has all these returners, Hunter Dickinson, uh, AP top 25 player. You go almost 500 in college basketball. You go almost 500. You don't beat any of the rivals. Michigan State, Ohio State, all have lost this year. And you pun- you slap, punch, strike a guy in the face. An assistant coach... In the handshake line. And all this while you lost the game by 15. <laughs> well, in his defense, people forget they lost the game by 15 now. They just talk about Jawan Howard slapping somebody. They're talking about Jawan Howard in the University of Michigan, not because we're winning any basketball games. But because your because head our coach, coach committed assault. Committed assault. <laughs> and you want him to lead our group of 18 to 21-year-olds? Like... As a recruit, how do you feel about your coach potentially doing that? If he's doing that in public, what is he doing in in practice? Like, there are so many things to be concerned about, and he just signed an extension. So University of Michigan suspends him for the rest of the year, Mm -hmm. which, sure, that was the other thing. This is not his first time. And and now you got this group of young men that are like, their leader doesn't have any discipline for himself. Mm -hmm. So I don't... and. When he struck, striked the uh, assistant coach, the rest of it broke loose because my coach just did that. Yeah, but I don't really see. I didn't. I don't think I really saw any Michigan players going at Wisconsin guys. It was more of them just kind of getting into the scuffle to kind of they were getting in the scuffle for sure. Things you know, 
just get another body between Jawan Howard and somebody else's face. I don't like Greg Gard, Greg, Greg Gard either, the head coach for the University of Wisconsin. I met him. He's not a good guy. Like, <laughs> he's a jerk. But he calls a timeout. It was a bad timeout. It was a disrespectful timeout. Yeah. And Greg Gard is so sly about it. And ugh, I don't like the guy. But when he puts his hand on your chest, it's not a fighting move, Jawan. Okay. Yeah. It's a normal physical move that I do to say, hey, wait, stop. Let me explain. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> and fire him. Fired Jawan Howard. Fired I'd Juwan also like Howard. to point out Mark Few when he had a DUI not that long ago, suspended only one game, and it what was a preseason opener. So, like, these teams don't care anymore. And then it's college, and we're like, student athletes. It's like, you guys don't care about any ethics or it's anything. Athlete, it's athlete, student. Yeah, it's athlete, student, and you guys don't care about the ethics. You just want to make your billions of dollars. It's ridiculous. All right, so ben, that's my rant. That's a good rant. That's a very good rant for you, Ben. I'm very proud of you. Really? I'm very proud of you. Stephen A. Ask? Uh, no, Wouldn't not that quite. Okay. No, not no, Stephen fair. A. That was very... Um, uh, Shannon Sharp. Oh, I love Shannon. Yeah, I'll give, right, I'll, I'll I'll give you a that. Shannon Sharp rant I'll take right that. there. Skip, 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 <laughs> skip. That was you. That was you just now. Skip. Got me so off guard. Transition. Let's go to <laughs> some underdogs to watch as we approach conference tournament time. Who are the teams that aren't necessarily in the top of their league that can make a run and possibly steal some at-large bids? Yeah, Marquette mm. um, in the Big East, just because they beat all of the ranked teams. Yes, I have a super surprising one for the Big Ten. Not that I think we'll actually do it, but I'm just saying that could open some eyes. Rutgers is four. Ooh. They're four and one against ranked teams this mm -hmm. year, and most of those ranked teams come and from the And they beat the living God out they, of Illinois the other they day. Will, they will beat up on the ranked teams. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying they'll win the Big Ten, but I'm saying they're going to shock, they're going to end some conference tourney runs before they start, and it's, it's going to be fun to watch. So do you think because of that top 25 record and because of the resume they put together, does Rutgers, if they don't win the title, are they last four in? They're, yeah, they're last four in. I think they take Michigan's spot as last four in from the Big Ten, mm -hmm. but I see because Michigan is so talented, you can't say that they don't have a chance to do what Rutgers. Yeah, is but going they don't care do. about talent. They but care they, about what you've done. They can't look at the roster. 100%. They can't look at the roster. But you know, with the prestige of Michigan, it's like you, people care about because the voters care about Michigan over Rutgers. They just do. You, you know can't what I mean? make you can't make the Alabama argument with Michigan. You can't. Do I, it. You can't <laughs> make the Alabama football argument with Michigan. Well, it's different because every year Alabama actually wins thirteen football games, That's and if they I'm win saying. twelve, then we have to do it. Like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Rutgers could do it. I think San Diego State in the Mountain West, that is the most underrated conference in college basketball right now. Wyoming, San Diego State, that conference is legit. I feel like Wyoming is a perennial 12 seed mm -hmm. and does some damage to a five. They're going to beat up on some teams. I think Marquette being a probable seven seed at this moment. They're so, gonna... so you think they'd get a, a home game? Yep, they'll get a home game, and yep, they'll be in Milwaukee. So um, that'll be fun. I'm going to definitely go. And then... Yeah, I think those two really that I, or three that I said, Marquette, San Diego State, and um, Rutgers are the surprise conference kind of teams. Okay. I have one under the ACC, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. That's uh, they, always a tournament know, team. The ACC, that, that's Duke. 
Right. All right. The, yep. th- that is Duke's territory. I'm yep. not even going to go there. But Notre Dame has surprised a lot of people. Yesterday they beat Syracuse, who's, you know, around That's 500. That's a decent ball club. They beat them by 10 last night. They play again on Saturday against Georgia Tech. But that ball game last night, once again, just showed me that this team, they don't suck. No, they Notre don't Dame's suck. a very good basketball team led by Paul Atkinson. I mean, this kid could really do some damage. He is a modern-day Bonzi Colson. If you remember that Notre Dame run uh, to the Elite Eight, lost to Kentucky in a good ball game. It's Kentucky. Forget the years, 2016, 2017, somewhere 2016. in there. 2016, that was the greatest year in sports. It so sure was. Paul Atkinson, Nate, Nate Lazuski. I mean, these these are guys that aren't being talked about nationally but could very easily make noise when it comes down to it national tournament time and conference tournament time as well. I think Notre Dame has a good shot at winning the ACC if Duke drops. because, yeah, it's like if Duke or North Carolina drops. Yeah, so it's like, one of those two teams has to drop. But Notre Dame's going to get in with an at-large. They're 20-8. and eight. Right. They're 20-8. and eight. They're, so yeah, they're Even if team. they're they very easily could be playing in an 8-9 ball game some, somewhere there, a 7-10. Worst comes to worst, sir. You know, last four in or something like that. At 20 I mean, first and four in. First four in. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah, I think they're a great team that are, like, every time you see them play in the tournament, they're not some scrubs that you want to play. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good well, team right now. Granted, there. Notre Dame, this is the first time their basketball team has been good since 2016. Yeah, let's pretty just much. be honest. Yeah, that's pretty let, much. Let's be honest here. Yeah. So it took them a while to rebuild, but, you know, we've done it. And Paul Atkinson, Nate Lazuski. They're going to make some noise. They're going to turn some heads. And honestly, I would. they will probably end somebody's tournament run in That's the, in the ACC tournament. Yep. Like North Carolina, probably, you know, North I, could see, them, I, could, I, I could see them beating UNC. They in are the contenders, conf- yes. Yes, in the conference tournament and turning some heads there. 100%. And then after that, probably dropping a game to Duke or something like that. Yep. And, sure, you know, respective game to yeah, Duke, yeah. Yeah, and then just, you know, get in uh, and make some noise, maybe beat up on a uh, uh, group of five school, something like that in the tournament. But, you know. That's just where we are right now. I'm excited for March Madness, dude. I'm so hyped on March Madness show. What are we, we going to do a whole hour on I the bracket? I think we should do a bracket. A whole bracket. It doesn't select, matter how long it takes. Select, we got to do a bracket. Select the 64 and then see how much time we've got left. And then we got to next week review our picks. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yes. It's going to be And March. what's better is it's back to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So <laughs> we walk beautiful. in here on Thursday morning. We get to predict. We get you ready. What's going on oh, the next go. week? Let's go. Let's ah, go. Stop. When does that start? Like in two weeks? I don't even, dude. Don't get me hyped up right now, bro. I know that's what I'm saying. Well, I, I, These I'm shows, so it's just going to turn into the March Madness. Yeah, show. this it's, is sorry, guys. It's just we'll hit breaking news and <laughs> the big stuff yeah. in the second hour. But yeah, first oh. hour is all March Madness all the time, yeah. and you're gonna have to deal with it. Deal with it. All right, we gotta take a break. When we come back, power rankings time. Sure is power rankings time, and it's not not your normal power rankings. We're ranking. Sports movies, you're welcome. This is sports. a sports show, and we want to have some fun. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. You're listening to Couch Coaches. Alex, Ben, we'll be right back. Power ranking sign. Couch Coaches, WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex, that's Ben. We've got some time here, and we're going to use it to rank top five sports movies. Top five sports movies. Indeed. 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 
It's like for no reason. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I just hit that whenever I want because it's fun. It's fun. We're fun. We're fun. Couch coaches is fun. If you're listening on the podcast, hi. Hello. Hello. This is not an exclusive this week. I'm sorry. You got the exclusive last week. I still can't believe we were able to record a show without power. That was so weird. But we did it. And it's on the podcast. So if you missed it, go to Apple Podcasts. I promise we'll have Spotify soon. I've been saying this for three weeks, but they hate me. They sure do. Thumbs up. That's where we are. What do we got, Alex? All right. Top five. I'm going to go first. Sure. At number five. Sure. Rudy. 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 I'm not going to get Rudy. That's literally one of the worst sports movies I've ever watched. It's just one of the worst movies. It's so cheesy, so corny. It's not good. It doesn't make any sense. What do you mean it doesn't make any sense? It's a true story. It happened. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Like It's like, like good for Rudy. <laughs> But everyone else is like, okay, he made it. Yeah, woo. Slept in like the janitor's closet or something. <laughs> it's just a weird, it's just a weird, it's a not feel good, good story. It's, it's a not, feel- I didn't feel good, actually. <laughs> no feel good? I felt bad. <laughs> I felt really bad watching it. I was like, they're putting this poor kid through it. <sighs> the kid from the Goonies played that or whatever. Uh, played Bruh. Yeah, exactly. All right, jeez. Give me your number five so I can judge you harshly. This isn't fair. Miracle on Ice. So, okay, fine. I'll give you that. One. <laughs> it's a great movie. Okay, I'll give you Miracle because Miracle is my number four. Honorable mention was um, Fighting Ducks. Oh, I forgot about Mighty Ducks. Yeah, that's but, a good movie. I don't think it's yeah. top five quality, but that right. is a very. I think good Miracle's film. a better hockey film. Yes, Miracle's much better of a hockey film. Yeah. That is a good, good job. Have that one there. Love Miracle. There are going to be some people out there that have Miracle uh, at the number one spot. In fact, many people uh, that I've discussed this with in passing have Miracle at number one. I think that's just too high of a ranking. This is a great movie. Great feel-good movie. Tells a great story. Just don't think it's number one. Does that that make me hate America? Yeah, probably. Makes you hate hockey for sure. Love hockey. No, you don't. All right. What right. you got it for, Ben? What I got it for? Yeah. 42. Ah. Yeah. 42 did not make my top five, but that is a very good movie. Oh, what'd you just say? Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that that was a really well-produced film. Uh, great actors. Um, you know, it's just... Chadwick Boseman did a fantastic piece, job as Jackie. Boseman, yeah. That was a fantastic film. That was an awesome film. movie. It's a fantastic film. Um, yeah, but I want to put it out there first. I haven't watched a lot of these films. Like, <laughs> Your disclaimer? That, yeah. Disclaimer. You guys are going to say I snubbed it, and these are out of what I've watched. Okay? Hey, everyone has a different top five. I haven't seen every sports movie ever. I've no, just seen a lot of them because I have no life. Right. I'm just not a big movie guy. I, see, I'm the opposite. I love movies. Yeah, I Huge see movie that. guy. Huge movie guy. What are you looking at me for? If you like Rudy, then you must be a huge movie guy. <laughs> Because that is what hates, makes me hate movies. Why are you bullying me? Exactly. So unnecessary. That was such a low blow and unnecessary. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. <laughs> what do you got it for? Uh, four, I have Miracle. Miracle. Like I said. Right. My bad. Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to have to beat you up now. What do you got at number three? Number three, Moneyball. And me too. Moneyball. Brad Number three, Pitt. Moneyball. Yes. Brad Pitt. Killer. Yes. In that movie. It's Jonah Hill. 
Jonah Hill. Underrated. Yes. That's such a non Jonah Hill role, I which know, is why I love it. Killed it. It was awesome. Like as I just love, that is, I just love Jonah Hill in general. I'm gonna this is gonna turn into a film analysis pod. But if you want to watch every Jonah Phil, like Jonah Hill film, it will be the greatest day of your life. Yeah, funny, um, drama. Mm-hmm. I just, got. I just watched War Dogs again, and he was fantastic in that. Isn't scene. it ridiculous how he can do that? Most versatile actor out there, and I wouldn't. I nah, that's not true. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that dude is talented. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Moneyball. As someone who's always wanted to be a general manager, I mean, you just you basically let me see whatever they're doing. Yeah. In the most dramatic and, fashion. And it's a. It changed baseball. A lot of people still use the Moneyball formula, Oakland included. Billy Bean is still a general manager over in Oakland. Yeah. He's awesome. Love Billy Bean now. It was awesome how they included, you know, his past in baseball, mm-hmm. how he was an absolute loser after he got drafted. Um, anyways, uh, Billy, if you're listening, <laughs> you did great, and I would have drafted you in the first round. But <laughs> I would have drafted you in the seventh round. Nice no round, no signing bonus. Fifty feet of crap. You would have gone. <laughs> and then there's us. And then there's us. Yeah. That's an all-time movie for me. I We can't yeah. replace Giambi. Yeah, you can't. You can't replace him. Yeah. It's awesome. Such a great movie. Speaking of Giambi, actually, yeah. his brother who was on the team, yes. Jeremy Giambi, who was in Moneyball, yes. passed away. Rest in peace. I think last week. Two yeah, weeks ago? Yeah, two week weeks ago. Two weeks week. ago. Rest in peace, Jeremy Giambi. Yeah, for sure. We cannot replace Giambi. Yeah, all smooth told. transition. There's so many. I could just sit here and quote Moneyball all day. I know. I legit I just, do it almost every day. <laughs> We're all told at some age we have to stop playing the kids' games. Some of us are told at 18, others at 40, but we're all told. That one is classic. We should watch quote. that together sometime. Dude, honestly, watch watch Party of Moneyball on air. Bro, <laughs> Moneyball watch party. You guys just get to listen. Listening party. Uh, here, I'll do a little bit of play-by-play. Brad Pitt is throwing a pencil <laughs> against the wall. Brad Pitt is driving, doing donuts in an abandoned parking lot. Oakland loses. Brad Pitt goes in the locker room, throws everything around. Yeah. Jeremy it's- Giambi is literally standing what on a this- bench right now with his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> rest like, in peace, rest in peace. <laughs> no but for real no disrespect to jeremy Giambi. no disrespect at all all right what do you uh, got at uh two you no, had money ball at three right yeah i did who do you coach carter two? at two coach carter it's an all-time basketball movie i'm gonna be real honest with you right now yeah i've never seen coach carter. that's honestly fair i've only seen parts of it but i just know that <laughs> Uh, I just know because in my mind from what I've legit watched I've enjoyed Moneyball the most out of right. any film I've watched yeah. but Coach Carter it'd be disrespectful as a basketball guy not to have it in there I just know it's legit and I've seen parts and it has one of the most like legendary inspirational quotes of all time and like if I would have prepared better I would have told you to play it because it's like legit okay it gives mm-hmm. me chills every time but um, yeah I have that too just cause all right, at, at number two for me, Field of Dreams. Never seen it. So. Love Field of Dreams. Yeah. That was the intro music you just heard. Oh, I didn't Yeah, it goes that. absolutely hard. This is when he's building <laughs> the field. He's. It's very like 80s. Well, yeah. Hit me. <laughs> so, yeah, Field of Dreams. That's sick. At number two. Uh, I'm also just a Nick Cage guy. It's what I, do. I love him. He, he can do no wrong. He kind of look like Nick Cage. 
the heck does that in mean? a good way i'm usually i'm compared to like a sid the sloth and what? <laughs> jeez that is freakishly accurate <laughs> Why are you bullying me? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, How rude. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Number one. Number one for me. Remember the Titans. Yeah. Remember never the Titans. Seen it, but that's such a good movie, I've dude. Seen you got to get on I've, that. Yeah, I've seen clips. I got to get on that. You got to get on. We Dis- both got to get on Disney Plus it immediately. Disney Plus it immediately. I just mean like, I've just never really cared. Wow. You know? You don't, be, you don't care honest. about racism and segregation uh, in Virginia? You don't have 42 in your top five. Um, yeah, number one, I'm really surprised as a baseball guy, you don't have it in there, but The Sandlot. Ah, uh, Sandlot's an honorable all-time mention. All-time inspirational Sandlot movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it inspires so many kids to play yeah. baseball. Can I have some more? Dude, yeah, okay, you coming up, cover. It's like, I, I, I see the scene now, but I was like, some more of what? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you're supposed to say! That's what you're supposed to say! You're killing me, small. How can I have some more if I haven't had any? <laughs> My mom made me wash the dishes before I came. <laughs> mom made me wash the dishes. All time quote. That's an all time. Still great, holds though. up too, by the way. That's what I'm saying. It's mom still great. makes me do the dishes. All right. Honorable mentions really quickly. We are Marshall. You need to watch that. Never. Yeah. You, you already you knew. I've never seen that. that. Uh, rookie of the year. Classic. Major league. Classic. White man can't jump. All classics there. I have one honorable mention. Little big league. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Little Big League's a very good one. And that's a course, slept on film. I said Mighty Ducks. Mighty uh, Ducks, yes. Those yeah. are very solid films. All right, that's a review. Indeed. Top five movie power rankings. Feel free to debate on Twitter. Yeah, add us on Twitter. Add us on Twitter. Add Alex Melkars. At, Mel Cars, yeah. at Mel Cars. Hot, Sport, Hot Mike Sports Indeed. 1. Indeed. At Hot Mike Sports 1. Oh, you got my Twitter memorized. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's because I stalk you all the time. I appreciate I'm creepy that. creepy like that. Thank yeah, you so much. You're, you're welcome, boss. We'll be right back. Hour 2 coming up. Yeah, we got a big Hour 2 coming up. WCSF Juliet 88.7 FM. This is Couch Coaches. You're listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint Football. WCSF Juliet 88.7 FM. Intercepted by the Saints in the end zone, touchback! Oh, that was electric! You can't defend that! There's no way to do it! Lawrence Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's gonna pop it himself from distance and go. he got it. All tied up. There goes Tomo T! 70 yards! Picks it out. Creeps a three-pointer! He That's got big. it! That's big. How about the freshman get yeah. big minutes? Connolly! Yes! Oh, baby. Lab. Woods. Ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your host, Alex and Ben. Tower Hall. This is Couch Coaches, WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. What's up? Hour number two. Indeed. Hour number two. We got a great hour ahead. Vanderbilt. So. They're ruining baseball. 
Jake Lasota of USF Baseball joins the show live and in studio. Boom, 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 boom. Soon. Boom, 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 Saint of the Week. And we got to talk USF Hoops. I almost forgot. We got to talk USF Hoops. It's in there. It's on It's on the timeline. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. 833 to 843 is slotted for USF Hoop Roundup. We'll do a quick hit on the men's team because they got their butts beat last night. Yep. And we'll get you ready for tonight's action. Women's game. USF. Indiana South Bend. I'm ready. Are you ready? Pat Sullivan Center. Pat Sullivan Rec Center. Be, Be there. there. Be Wow. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. No. Free pizza for all No, yeah, for real. Be there. Free pizza at halftime. And I'm on the mic. Yeah. Come on, guys. I'll be there this If time. you're not there for my starting lineups to get absolutely rowdy, we have a problem. <laughs> we have a problem. Catch Couch Coach is there. Yes. Get our autographs if you need. Yeah, I'll sign your forehead. It'll be awesome. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll sign somebody's forehead tonight. That's the goal. Let's get it. Couch Coaches. Yes. Let's get it. Yes. All right. You're pretty uh, mad about Vanderbilt. I am very mad about Vanderbilt. Please explain. So, college baseball is back. Awesome. Love it. Love Division One college baseball. Love it. Love NAIA college baseball. Just love baseball. Love baseball. Big baseball guy. College baseball is the most fun and purest form of the sport, I Fresh think. Show. Because people just be bat flipping and flexing and cussing at each other. And, and it's awesome. It, we be acting like that. So, Vanderbilt this year came out and they decided they want to ruin the game of baseball. <laughs> and here is why. Tell me why. All nine players on the field are wearing an electronic wristband when they're on defense. They're out there, they're wearing this wristband. And what it does is that it tells the player wh- what pitch is coming. Like it tells the player the pitch call and the intended location. It takes out all kind of mental game. You can just see exactly what the thought process is first of all it's coming from the dugout the every pitch call is being made from the dugout by the head coach and again it's collegiate baseball the goal is to win baseball games the goal is not to develop players like it is in high school so and even in high school a lot of coaches are calling the game you don't see a lot of catchers calling games right now it's low-level colleges that you see guys calling their own games it's summer ball where you're seeing guys call their own games and it's a shame Because in the MLB, honestly, very rarely will you get a pitch call from the dugout. The catcher's going to call the game, and every now and then in a big situation, maybe you look over to the pitching coach, see what he wants. Unless your name is Gary Sanchez. In that case, don't ever call a game. Yeah, Gary Sanchez, just don't catch, period. End of story. That's for a different day. Boom roasted. (laughs) Why are you bullying me? Boom roasted. He didn't deserve to be in that. He didn't deserve to. Poor guy. I say he does. Just because? Just because. But all nine of these players are wearing these bands. And as a result, there is no sort of mental preparation before the pitch. You're like, fastball in? Okay, sweet. And you're looking down at your wrist. Stunting. You look down at your wrist, you go, okay, fastball in. You take a step to your left. Like, come on. What are we doing here, guys? What, What happened to the shortstop in the second baseman looking in? to home plate to get the call from the pet to, from, from the catcher and then putting a signal behind their back for the outfielders to know what's coming. What happened to knowing how to position yourself based on the count and just moving naturally? And I'm sure a lot of these guys on the field know how to do that stuff, but it is now a lot easier on them when they know exactly what's coming and when. And again, it's about winning baseball games. I get that. But it takes away a mental edge. 
These guys don't really have to think through too much now, at least pre-pitch. It takes away an edge from the game. Catchers aren't able to call games, and they're not able to develop into professional catchers, which, again, at the professional level, you're going to have to call your own game. And a lot of these catchers, they're going to know how to call games just fine. But these college coaches want to win ball games, And, again, I'm not blaming them for that. It's their job. Their job is to win baseball games. And I cannot hold them accountable for that. You know, I, I, I can't be mad at them for wanting to do their job and wanting to keep their job as a collegiate coach. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it kills the traditionalists for sure. I, I consider myself a hybrid in that. I, I love traditional aspects of the game. A, a successful hit and run will get me going like no other. However, I also love a bat flip into the sky and someone pointing at the other team's bench. Can I just, you know, it's off topic from Vanderbilt. Can I just hit you with some? Go ahead. Go ahead. The shift. The shift is baseball. That's what I was thinking. If you want to pull That's the ball defense. consistently, why would I not put my team in the best position possible to make a play? How about just hit oppo? Yeah. <laughs> How about just learn to take the outside pitch the other way? <laughs> like, it's not that hard, guys. Well, I should take that back. It, yeah, it is hard. hard. But I'm saying it's not that hard of an argument. Like, it's baseball. Just You always move oppo. to where you want to be defensively to make the play. The shift is part of that. It's part of that. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on all counts here, mate. The coach has to win baseball games. Right. Why, not, wouldn't, why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you take full control of everything you possibly could in that situation? Yeah, it just doesn't feel right to have electronics in the, like, in the games. Like well, that. it's not the first time this has happened. So the past few years, the trend has been for catchers to wear earpieces and that hook up to, you know, a little wireless box on the back of their uh, pants. And the coach will use a walkie-talkie to radio in the pitch call. Fastball in. Mm. And the catcher puts it down and we go to work. And again, that's pace of play. That's fine. That speeds the game up. You know, the, nobody, not everyone on the field knows what's coming just by, by looking down at their wrist. They got to look in. They got to, you know, do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is, is do I do I sound like an old man yelling at a cloud right now? No, because it's like where where does this stop? And it's like this is going to grow, you know. Especially if this works, because managers want to win baseball games, and if it's permitted, then why wouldn't you do this? And maybe this reaches the major league level. Like I don't see it ever reaching the major league level, though. You know how many problems we've already had with smartwatches at the major league that's level. What I'm saying, but Rob Manfred. Is Rob Manfred. Yeah. It's Rob Manfred. In fact, he's still being Rob Manfred. He's already threatening to cancel regular season games if there's, if there's not a deal by February 28th. You gotta 28th. love that guy. Love you him. do. By the way, February 28th, if you guys don't know the date, that's in four days. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. four, you have four days to come up with a new CBA or you lose games. Even though they do come up with a new CBA that's reasonable and uh, Rob Manfred's not a big fan. Well, to be fair... The MLBPA has not given a lot in the, you know, how you give and take in negotiation. MLBPA has not been giving a whole lot of taking. A whole lot of taking. A whole lot of taking. And Just, they have refused a mediator three times now. So there's always come on, that. Guys. Come on, MLB. Are we just, not going to have a season this just year? Just do something to. Help it really doesn't the game look like grow. we're going to have a season. It really doesn't. <laughs> I think we'll play. I just think it'll be an 82 game season or something like that. Something garbage. Give me a second eye. <laughs> you need help. Vanderbilt right. ruining baseball. That that's I don't know. Is that is that too far? No, it's not too far. It's just 
I mean, maybe right now it is too far, but I can see the concern. All right. Ben is officially concerned. Thank you for your concern, Ben. <laughs> Thank you for your concern. We're going to take a break. Coming up next, Jake LaSoda. LaSoda. Jake LaSoda. Indeed. <laughs> There's a soda with a drive in the left field. He's not even here yet, and we're giving him the applause treatment. Yeah, indeed. He's that good. Friend of the show, Jake friend of the sh- Soon to be friend of the show, Jake LaSoda. He joins us next on WCSF Juliet 88.7 FM. You're listening to Couch Coaches on your home for all things Fighting Saints. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know, pump it up. Jake LaSoda! WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. We're joined now live and in studio by Jake LaSoda, catcher of the Fighting Saints baseball team. Jake. Welcome to the program. Glad to be here. Friend of the show, Jake Lasota. Indeed. We're already going that far with 13 seconds in. <laughs> I'm excited. We haven't yeah. we haven't even started yet. And this guy is friend of the show territories. He's that good. <laughs> he's that he, he's just that good. I mean, he's in the dugout with you, man. When you got it, you got it. Yeah, yeah exactly. This guy's got, you it. Just got it. He's got it. <laughs> Jake's got it. I don't know what it is, but he's definitely got it. So he's got it. Yeah, we're right. off to a good start, but I'm going to ruin it. So Yeah, go ahead, ruin Jake. it. Jake. I'll, t- I'll, turn, off the, I'll turn off the music so you can go ahead and ruin the mood. First question, one in seven, right? One in <laughs> yes. seven. So Less I mean, than ideal. Personally, you're having a good season, but like as a team, like what's the mood right now as a one in seven ball club? I think the mood as a one in seven ball club is understanding that we were in three, four of those one in seven games. I think three of them we lost by two runs. One of them on a walk off, like That's tough. That one hurt bad. They're all close. That one and seven could very easily be four and four right. going into a weekend at Cedar Rapids that sadly got canceled. But then we'll take that into Florida, Lewis, things like that. Lewis next Tuesday, show yeah. up and show out. Y'all be yeah. traveling for real, man. How was Tennessee like in terms of like fatigue and like being able to focus on baseball? Um. I think for baseball, it's actually less of a thing to drive that long, stay in a hotel, play two games, come back, because we've all play been, two yeah. games, leave. We've played travel ball. Yeah, our Jake's whole been life. doing it since he was nine years old. You know, yeah. you, you, you go for a weekend to Milwaukee and you you play five games in two days and come back. Yeah, you're you're taking twelve plus hour trips to play in Atlanta, Kentucky, all these different places. So while fatigue is still a problem, right. It's things that baseball players, since they were nine years old, have been doing. So the outlook is still like top we're, three conference. We're good. It's top three conference. Okay. That's that's all we're playing for, and that's what we know we can play for. Yeah. We know we're going to run into Olivet. They got some buzzsaws on the, on the bump. We know we're going to run into St. X. They can always swing it. And so we're going to find our way to get the job done that we need to get done. So I got I got faith in us. We got it. And you know, you say top three in conference. Teams like St. X, teams like St. Ambrose, right now, extremely good records in comparison to what you guys have put up mm-hmm. as a one and seven ball club. But you guys have played a much better competition, a much better field going yeah, into Hardman's those games. So how does that prepare you coming into the CCAC? Uh, I think it's the same way that uh, I was. 
uh, I always bring this up whenever I can, the joke between Ken Griffey Jr. when he's doing an interview about facing Randy Johnson. And he's always like, you guys got to face him after he'd honed in the, the spot before it was 103 coming at your head. He's like, we were in there in spring training. So we're going up against these guys who were, these, are, these guys are good. They hit everything. They throw well. They do all the right things as a team. And I think that prepares us to be able to jump on teams that don't. Yeah. Teams like Freed Hardman, once you're down, they're stepping on your neck and they're ending the game. Yeah. But we're going to be in a spot where we know we can compete with Freed Hardman. We, we showed it. Right. And so when we face teams that maybe aren't that good or they make that one mistake, mm-hmm. we jump on them and we don't get off their neck the rest of the game. So you're saying essentially it made you better as a team. 100%. All right. That's I awesome. think, and that's what these trips are for. Like you see good competition, you get back into baseball. So yeah. I'm excited where we go from here. Yeah, and personally, this has been one of the best stretches of your career so far. It's not a long time, but eight games, 417 batting average, one homer, and five RBIs. Your first collegiate homer, if I'm not mistaken, right? My first collegiate homer. Yeah, how did that, yeah, how did that kind of feel? It only it took was, you five years? Yeah, hey, <laughs> only turned 30 once. Um, it felt great. It was one of those moments where... Uh, and of course, I hit it to right field because yeah. I'm a notorious non-pull hitter. So, of course, the one home run I hit is I think I have like five, four or five extra base hits and one of them has gone to left. <laughs> Come on, man. Minnesota into right field. That's going to be a home run. <laughs> ben is obsessed with the stinking Castellanos joke. It's so funny, it but it's so over. Hard, it's so overplayed. It never ben. is. It's no. so overplayed. Ben, Ben's right, man. It's just okay, all, okay, okay. You'll be reading an article and all of a sudden, in a deep drive. Well, did you see yesterday after, okay, after Russia invaded Ukraine yesterday, no, no, someone no, tweeted no. out no, as a fake no. MLB home run account, Castellanos. And there's Cincinnati Reds, 33, i no, oh, we, we might need some of those Castellanos bombs. <laughs> yes. Russia keeps invading Ukraine. We're going to get more bombs than Castellanos. Oh, <laughs> come on. We can't have anything nice. We can't uh, have right. anything nice. You're right. <laughs> so when you're behind the plate, Jake, getting back to baseball and away from World War III, um, <laughs> you get free reign to call about 95% of the game behind the plate. What, you know, you have that, the, the coaching staff has that trust in you. What's it like to have that trust, call your own game behind the plate with the pitchers? Uh, I think it's it's an invaluable resource to have behind the plate. All of our catchers call their own games. We all call a different game, but every single guy on the staff, like they have their preferences, how they want how they want to go. But at the end of the day, the guy behind the dish, he sees the swings, he sees... You could ask a catcher what this guy did his last four at-bats, and he could probably tell you. Mm -hmm. And so we have that just muscle memory, that knowledge of the game that allows us to do those things. And, like, if you look at Major League Baseball, it's like half of Major League managers used to be catchers. Yeah. Guys who are just used to, I don't want to say running the show, but having a level of knowledge about the game to make those calls. And then you'll get guys on our team and they're like, ah, I want this pitch because they're confident in that pitch. And I want them to throw the pitch that they're most confident in at that time other than the pitch that I think is right. Mm. And I think another thing that helped me a lot was my freshman, sophomore year, we had this guy named Adam Sabolka. 
Uh, Adam Sabolka was one of the greatest defensive catchers I've ever met in my life. This guy was a major league caliber defensive catcher. And through talking to him and learning how to call games, receive pitches, I think I got a lot better at it. And so then I can take that knowledge down, pass it to the next guy and so on and so forth. So how long has it taken you to develop some of these relationships with pitchers? So, Because you have a very senior staff this yeah. year. Guys like Nick Villasenor, uh, uh, Angel, uh, Angel Sandoval, guys like that, that have been around for a while, just as you have. You've developed a relationship with them. How long did it take to kind of build that uh, trust and that relationship to say, I know what he wants here. Let's, right. see, let's see if we're on the same page. I think one of the biggest things about building those relationships is bullpens. And every, every pitcher loves them, every catcher hates them. <laughs> you'll walk in, you'll catch nine of them. But at the end of the day, you got better from what they brought and they got better from what you brought. And finding out in those bullpens, like, hey, before every bullpen I want to ask, is there anything you want to work on today? How's this pitch feeling? What are you thinking about for this kind of sequence? And then I'll have my little notebook. You might have seen it, Alex. I yeah, have I've little, seen the notebook. little black notebook. And after bullpens, I'll write notes about how it went. This guy likes to throw this to these kind of hitters. He'll throw, he'll flip over a curveball for a strike on a 3-1 count almost automatically. So and things there, like that. Yeah, and, and there are some guys that are new this year, like the freshmen, for example, uh, Zach Blazekovic, who had quite a few innings over the weekend against Freed Hardman, by the way, absolutely shoved. Blizzo. Absolutely shoved on my the mound man. as a freshman. Yeah, he did. You know, how long does it take to build a relationship with those new guys, transfers, freshmen, or whatever, that, you know, you haven't really caught before? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, the fall is invaluable just for that aspect, getting to know guys, things like that, and understanding that they're going to shake me off more than some of the older guys might mm. because they're still not used to like the, oh, usually I can throw this by people. Right. Or, hey, I can I can put this pitch wherever I want and things like that. And while that might be true, to quote one of the greatest baseball movies ever, Bull Durham, throw more ground balls. It's, it's more democratic. So, <laughs> don't like, you don't have to go in and strike everybody out. You don't have to come in and do things like that. But I think Blaze, Blaze got a really good future ahead of him. He's a real good pitcher. So I'm, ex I'm excited for that. But building a relationship with them is, it's just important off the field as it is on it. So seeing guys around, saying hi, things like that. I would like to point out that Bull Durham did not make either of our top no, five We didn't even mention it. I was like, oh, no. Shoot. He said, no. Yeah, we just did sports. Uh, we, we, wait, sports I just, we, we, I just want... Oh, sports movies. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying things. specifically baseball movies. No, 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 no. no. Power. Yeah, yeah, I would Honestly, though. I'm like, how are you inviting a catcher onto the show and Bull <laughs> Durham isn't even making your list? No, Bull Durham, great baseball movie. Great baseball movie. Not in my <laughs> top five sports movies. You'll uh, Don't tell Johnny Mac this. Miracle was neither of our number ones. Made the top five, not number one. What, what do we have? Remember the Titans? Glory yeah, remember, remember the, the Titans was number one for me. Isn't that... I, <laughs> chill, guys. For those of you who can't wa see this, I just gave the, the dirtiest look, look I could have given. Might have been the biggest eye roll I've ever seen from Lasota, and he is probably the best eye roll in the city of Joliet. What do you think about the movie Rudy? I think it's a plus plus movie. Yes! Come on, bro, that movie sucks. Yes! 
Hey. It's such a garbage movie. Well, God. you're a hater, Ben. You're a <laughs> that, hater. Movie, that movie rocks. Man. Ben's I'm sorry. a hater. That movie's trash. He goes, what did you even call it? Corny? How yeah, is Rudy corny? corny? It is, it it's, a little, it's a little corny. I'll <laughs> give him that. Stop it's it. still a great it's movie. A Stop movie. it. They picked the nerdiest little kid to play that movie, dude. Oh, you mean the the, the nerdiest from, little kid? Are you kidding me? Goonies, bro. Bro, that's that's Samwise Gamgee, I'm Lord kidding, of the Rings. Bro. That is not a nerdy little kid. You Look just, at this fool! Look <laughs> at this just guy! Just pulled up a picture. Look at this guy! <laughs> Joliet Catholic. Yeah, big oh, Yeah, big it's on shirt. Dude, come oh, on. You didn't realize he was a hilltopper? <laughs> Rudy's oh, a you're disrespecting guy. your own boy, man. Oh, this my is, bad. This is the city of Joliet we're Rudy's talking top about five. here. Yeah. Rudy's a good movie. Rudy's top five. <laughs> That's hometown what, pride right what, there. You swallow your pride and you go hometown flip. team. Not easy. This guy's a Milwaukee yeah, kid. I'm, he doesn't count. No. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Oh, That's yeah. crazy. He doesn't even count. Going back to behind the plate, what's your mentality when you get up there, especially this year? At the plate yeah, or behind the plate? At the plate or behind it? At the plate. At the plate. Um... Hit a ball hard to right center. That's that's my approach every single time. Um, I'm not a patient hitter. I, I don't strike out a lot, but I'm not. Okay. It's because he swings at the first two pitches in about 80% of his at-bats, which is if a you, fine approach if you get an early fastball. If you throw me a strike early, I'm hacking. Because I know guys at this level have got unbelievably good stuff. And if you throw me a first pitch fastball, even if it's dotted on a corner, mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting my fastball and I'm swinging at it. I mean, it works in four seventeen. So yeah, for twenty four, I not bad. <laughs> it's fine. I better guess better than me. <laughs> but no, it's okay, Alex. It's not good, bro. I think in the biggest thing is I've hit in a lot of different spots in my career here. Like my first ever start at St. Francis, I batted third and DH'd as a freshman in Florida. <laughs> That was a little. It was nerve-wracking bit. Yeah, that was dumping me into the deep end head first and just holding me under. Was that a southeastern or a Weber start? That was a Weber start. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then, uh, and then all sophomore year got nixed because of COVID. Junior year I come is my second year. I'm batting eight, and I love it. Eight nine. We had the most elite eight nine combination last season with me and Luke Ketchum, but I was like batting eight, and my my role was different. If you look at my stats last year, I think I only slugged like 347, which is pretty bad for having the second most amount of RBIs on the team. Oh, but okay. right now, 247. I'm hitting fourth. Yeah. So big cleanup guy. Big cleanup guy. So like my job is now you are the you you got to get those runs in. You got to make sure that you're getting your job done to help your team win. And I think right now my job is being on base and making sure if there's guys standing on second and third, they're not standing there very long. Right. Good. That's Jake Lasota. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Indeed. We're going to keep Lasota. on Jake. Yeah. You still got a little bit of time in this segment. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay, you still got, got some nervous. time. I got really scared. Yeah. He gets scared. I will leave you, Ben. Don't worry, man. Yeah, whenever I make sure the listeners know who's on the show, Ben gets nervous and thinks I'm just going to cut him Every off. Every single time. <laughs> I don't know how I haven't gotten used to this. Yeah. It's just real quick. Jake, what are you doing tonight? Uh, tonight? <laughs> yeah. Nothing, in fact. You're not going to the women's basketball, basketball, game? basketball game? That's terrible. Well, you know, I mean, I might make an appearance. Wow. CCHC <laughs> like, semifinals. Yeah. I mean, I'll, Jake I'll be Lissota there. Jake signing foreheads, Free ladies game. and gentlemen. <laughs> signing foreheads. Bring me your forehead. babies. Uh, I'll, I'll, sign, I'll sign some foreheads. Pop out. I'll kiss some babies. Let's go. Yes. Pop out to the women's basketball yes. game, please. Go meet a 400 hitter. Uh, 
hear me screaming at a microphone for no free reason. Free pizza yeah, at halftime. Free pizza at halftime. Shout out Alex Milkars. Yeah, uh, roll Bernies. Roll Bernies, yeah, roll yes. Roll Bernies. If you're listening to this, please come to the women's basketball game. Yeah, they please, are, dude. They're it's electric. electric. It's yeah, a great time. It is. They get a whole 10 minutes on the show this week. Well, they kind of do every week. Though, every let's week. be honest. Yeah, they're the best team on campus. <laughs> they are right now the best team on campus. With, without a doubt. There's oh yeah. There's zero debate in my mind. Well, actually, I take that back. Women's track might be close. Don't forget about softball, bro. Soft. Okay. Hey, there's a 2-0 with shutouts. All right. All right? I'm sorry. That's impressive. Did I just disrespect your uh, potential potential end of the show? Potentially. Potentially? Potentially. We'll Potentially. See. We'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. Are there some potential hot takes? Uh, <laughs> yes. We always have, if you're new to the takes. show, hot takes and janitor lady slash Jordan Pyle saying of the week award. <laughs> Janitor lady slash what? Jordan not Pyle. Advice. Oh, <laughs> Jordan Pyle. Uh, yes, Janitor lady let us in one week, so she gets an honorable mention, and Jordan Pyle's just won it twice, so she gets the award she named after her now. Man. It's just how it's just how that you works. were mine last week. Yeah, you did. You, you were last week's saint of the week. No problem, man. Yeah, little, little handshake. Hey, that's on. a real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Jake Lasota, saint of the week. Oh man, that's Jake Lasota. I'm Alex. That's Ben. We'll be right back. We're gonna talk. Some women's hoops. We'll talk a little bit of men's hoops too, just because you got you got to respect them for at least trying to play against Olivet Nazarene. You got to respect them a little bit. Jake, thanks so much for joining us. Are you sticking around or? I'll stick the, around. Oh, he's sticking around. Yes. Nothing better than women's basketball. Yes. Indeed. He needs to tell everyone that JP thirty three is going off for twenty five tonight. We'll be right back. WCSF Juliet eighty eight point seven FM. I think Coach McGinty let the dogs out. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 He's electric. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Jake Lasota is sticking around. Did you see McGinty at that last uh, oh game? Oh, my God. Braxton buries a three. He turns around to, it's like, me, a couple of the other baseball guys, the so- girls' soccer team. He goes, how are you like that? Yes, sir. <laughs> I yes, was like, sir. let's go. Bro, you got to bring that energy every week. Oh, that was awesome. That was an electric game. That was yeah, I only popped up in a fourth. You're coming all four tonight, right? I'm coming all four. Because you are bringing the pre-pizza. We're speaking into existence. Yes. Manifest it. Yes. Yes. Fighting Saints, they're... They're doing the thing tonight. Yeah, let's They're talk women's hoops. They're going to the CCA tourney uh, championship. Oh, you're just gonna say that straight up? Just, I mean, come on, bro. You no, can't no not remorse. say it. What? You got Jordan Pyle on the squad. You got Adriana. She on went the squad. for five what? points last time out. No, here, she's not doing that again. That, and that's a really great point to bring up. <laughs> Jordan Pyle only scores five. Justine, Justine Charlesworth yep, scores six. She doesn't six. have a good game. Yeah, yeah. But now you got three girls, minus Adriana, who usually aren't that. Aren't the person right? Aren't producing like that? And every coach ever will talk to you. Who's the next man up? Mm-hmm. And it was and Hannah Swides. We had two girls, next man up. We had Andriana do what Andriana normally does. She had like the sneakiest twenty-two points and, I think I'd and ever she had, seen. Like, Fifteen boards, like yeah, she was and legit. Yeah. Sweet uh, Swides Swi- yeah. gets what 24? 23. 23. Yep. Braxton gets eighteen, and she was. She didn't pain. shoot the entire and third I'm, quarter. And she I'm was pretty sure she like pain. dislocated yeah, her shoulder. Yeah, she separated yes. her shoulder or something yes. and played the entire third quarter like without that, shooting the ball. A warrior. 
Yeah. The I Holy just, Cross coach even said, she's not going to shoot it. Leave her out there. And then she and just then buries she like three of them. Yep. She's a bucket. Oh, my God. I love Braxton. She's ben, got the biggest future. Ben has future. been on the Braxton the biggest, train. On the Braxton train. She's got hey, the biggest you future. You and me both, man. She's going to be a monster. She's so crafty. She's so good. Uh, and then I don't, I'm not around the team as much anymore, hmm. but the energy around that team after talking to them is like, Georgia wants to play tonight. Josie wants to play tonight. And it's like, those are people that don't have legs. <laughs> they yeah. can't walk. No. Two of them together makes one healthy person. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's just a testament to the team. It's that a testament to McGinty's yep. philosophy and practice. It's a testament to being able to have so many pieces hurt. So many girls that go down early and they're out for the rest of the season. And they're still here. Josie, Georgia, Shadrian. Mm-hmm. Like, You're down to a seven-player rotation. Yeah. And you got seven girls who are like, I'm going to play every minute of this. Yeah. Yep. And we're still going to beat you. They're all so sore. I mean, the starters pretty much each just played 37 minutes. Yeah. And they're going to go again tonight against a good IUSB team that... 2-0 and against, and um, I'm not the biggest fan of. <laughs> so, on the minutes, Swiatek played 36, Acosta played 38, Mickens had 35, Justine and Jordan, 40 minutes. Uh, I played every minute. Uh, you're not going to get another 5 and 6 or whatever the stats were from them. You're going to get... Yeah, you think they show out tonight? Uh, Jordan's not going to let that happen where she lost <laughs> two bad games. Here's, my biggest thing about it is it's one shot. Mm-hmm. We'll say in baseball, it's one swing. Yeah. You're, you're right back to it. Yeah, one shot either of them makes, and it's like nothing happened. Uh-huh. JP thirty three, friend of the show. Yep. she said it when she, she was said on when here. She, was on the show. she yeah. just went. She 0 sat for in 9. that chair. She had just gone zero for nine. And I said, "What's the mentality?" She goes, "Keep shooting." Yeah. I'm like, "Exactly." That is- she's gonna keep on shooting, bro. And Justine, you know, she's not gonna get tired. She's gonna keep on shooting. And Justine's gonna do something tonight. Where she's she had like, a big three too in that game. Yeah, she she hadn't really shot the three all night. Gets open on the left wing, pops one from the parking lot. You already know she's money and knocks it down. Yeah, she's not afraid. And I know for a fact Justine's gonna do something tonight where it's like she had a tough game, and now she's gonna go out and drop thirty on ten for ten or something ridiculous. <laughs> And, yeah, that team is not going to let up. Braxton is a dog. Adriana, she's a dog. Jordan's a dog. Like, it's a team of dogs, bro. St. Bernard's all around. Yeah, indeed. So, IUSB, last time uh, the Fighting Saints came up against them, January 19th, a Wednesday game coming off of the loss against St. Xavier. They went to IUSB 168-55, a 13-point victory for the Fighting Saints in that one. They were led in scoring. Justine Charlesworth had 19 in that game on 5 of 7 from 3-point range. Acosta had 18 and 8. Kaylin Sias Cheney, 13 points. And Jordan Pyle only had 7 points on 0 for 5 from 3, 1 for 9 from the field. Is that when we talked to her? Yeah, that's when we talked to her, right? I believe so. Yeah, Yeah. it was after that game because that was after the St. X game. Yeah. So, yeah, Jordan Pyle. All I'm hearing is, while, while it's great that... Jordan can score 30. You've got a team around her where she doesn't need to. Yeah, so I think I put up 23. That was her first career start. I don't think people have let that processed. That yeah. was her first career start at the University of St. Francis. She, she does put it up in conference tourney play. 23 points. Biggest, biggest stage that you can do it. The, the rest of the team isn't producing as well. I don't think she missed. She was 6 of 9 from 3-point range. She's 8 of 12. <laughs> Is I'm that so good? Excited, I don't know, guys. I, mean, I that feel good? like that's okay. Yeah. I'm, 
I mean, that'll play, I guess. I don't know if I've ever been this excited for an NAIA women's basketball game. <laughs> oh, I have. Yeah, this is, My freshman this is the way on we this. Were, we were yeah. crazy good at basketball. This is the way at the University of St. Francis. Women's teams go crazy. The men's teams just kind of exist. That's tough. That's Last so night, tough. the men's team yeah, did a lot should of... talk about that. Change, lot of change the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. They did a, <laughs> start winning some games. Yeah. We got we, we to do the same thing. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> the baseball team's just is struggling right now. The men's team last night, they this tried. Hope, dude. They certainly tried. Outscored Olivet Nazarene in the second tried. half. Outscored Olivet yeah. in the second half. Still lost, Still lost by 18. Still lost by 18. Alex Gross, six foot ten center, triple-double. Yeah, he's uh, good. 21, 13, and 11. I don't but know if that's very good. If you're six foot ten and you're skilled enough to get a triple-double, why are you here? Like, go play D2 or D1 or something. <laughs> like, why are you here? Because he can be the man. Yeah, yeah. He, he can be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he can be the conference player of the year. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, if I could play Division One basketball, but ride the bench or be the sixth man, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather average a triple-double every night. But yeah. The merch. Play it but in, the merch. They have the same stuff that, like, LSU has. LSU's yeah. legit, bro. Like, I'd play for LSU. No, but you like average, all their uniforms. <laughs> I average one point four rebounds on on JV, sure. <laughs> but still, hey man, how many points? Role players. How many points? Like six. I was a good shooter. How you averaging six points but only one point four boards? Cause I'm not very good. You're at like rebound. six three. I'm not physical. Six four. I'm not very physical. Okay. I, I hope you know you're only making his case better. Yeah, I'm not very right. physical. You're helping me. I'm not, <laughs> you're helping yeah. me. I'm not I very physical. I'm not. That's, I'm a that's small not guy. something you should admit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I sat in the corner. I was a typical white guy, and I shot threes. Okay, corner three. Corner <laughs> three. <laughs> no, don't do Why that. Why you bullying me? Broken. <laughs> corner three. Oh, what am I going to run? Corner three. I can't believe we're, we've come to quoting Family Guy on we've the show. We've gotten from That's where World we're... War Three. <laughs> family Guy. Rudy. Baseball Rudy. movies. Garbage movie, dude. Hey. <laughs> oh, I forgot. He's from Joliet. That's snuck, that snuck into your top five. Yeah, it's in my top five. Backdoor the top five. <laughs> it's not one through four, but it's in your top five. All right. That's not his. So if the Fighting Saints are able to pull off the win at home tonight, they will potentially have to play again St. Xavier, a team they lost to in a Saturday matchup, came Shouldn't down have lost. right to the wire, a 71-66 win so for the Cougars. Ben, does this team have what it takes to... It would it would be an upset to upset Saint. Yeah, Xavier. it definitely would be an upset, especially where the roster's at right now, and you just have about about three players left uh, that are healthy. But I, yeah, I mean, sure they can if they, if they beat IUSB tonight. I don't see why they, who they can't beat with the energy. Am I right? Like, like talent doesn't matter anymore, and like healthy bodies doesn't matter anymore. I think it'd be better to play Saint X than it would be Olivet, which is who's playing tonight on the other side of the bracket. Because mm-hmm. Olivet is like 15 deep, and they're running fast. Like the whole game, yeah. they're fast-paced. I mean, and a half to sun. be fair, so are we, even with eight players. Yeah, I We know. have eight healthy players, and we're still getting up and down the court every single possession. It's just, I don't, like, two games like this, you know, uh, on the other days. Like, Tuesday, Thursday, 40 minutes a game from your starters, basically. It's like... You need all the rest you can get, and I'd rather play Saint X. But obviously, that's so just an opinion. You would rather get guy. on the road to Saint X than play at home against Oliver. We are where, at home. Knock on wood, the Fighting Saints have not lost a game all year. Yeah, that is legit. That's a legit question right there, Jake. I think it's going to come down to again, like on Tuesday, the people who don't normally do it. 
Yeah. Who's going to be that person that has the game of their life? What if it's Maria off the bench or like Haley Ford? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> get it. I there. don't care. Yeah, get it. Win a game. Yeah, get it. Whatever you have yeah, to do as a team. Whatever happens, happens. Just win a basketball game. Win a I basketball don't care game. how it happens. That's how McGinty coaches it, too. He's, he's going to win a basketball game. He's going to find a way. He's going to find a way. You're that confident? I'm confident in Coach McGinty, bro. And, and to the credit that you said earlier, like, you're not going to keep Jordan down for two consecutive games. Oh, she's a dog. Yeah, you've got two girls who didn't break double digits who you have scored almost digits. 40 points in games earlier this season. Multiple occasion, Jordan has flirted with 40. Yeah. Multiple occasions. She averaged 30 over like a month. Mm-hmm. It's okay. She's fine. <laughs> That's my pick for CCAC Player of the Year. When It'll be released on Tuesday, so we'll have to see if she actually comes out with the title. But She's got to get CCAC oh, National hey, Player of the Year. She's in talks. You're joking, right? You she's think? in talks. I mean, it's got to be a Ben's at the guy. table. He's, Ben's, he knows. Yeah, Ben's, <laughs> Ben's got to vote as the guy that does the laundry, right? As the guy in the chair. Yeah. Um, but like you have all these girls, and they're t- and they're gonna find a way to win a game. And when they and when they do inevitably win the CCAC tournament, Jordan will be the CCAC player. It's just gonna happen. Oh, Jake Lasona with the call. You know what? I think Ben. I think he deserves it. Yeah. He, he deserves it. They give it to him. Yeah, indeed. It's a wow. Yeah, it's a wow yeah. and a clap moment. Indeed. Indeed. Wow. It's a wow and a standing show, boy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Lasoda. Jake Lasoda of USF Baseball just did two segments. New record holder. Do we rename? <laughs> he gets an award named after him. That's how that works. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Facts. <laughs> That's Jake Lasoda. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Couch coaches. We'll be right back with our hot yes, takes. Sir. And of course, Janitor Lady slash Jordan Pyle Saint of the Week Award. Yep. Very contentious week for the award. Mm, it is tough. We'll have to see you. That's uh, super tough. I think Ben and I have different picks again, right? Yeah. I just like to keep it that way. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to hear. We'll be right back. More couch coaches coming your way on WCSF. Hot takes. Oh, we got it. So we got it. Yo, we got it. Hot takes. Here we've only got one rule. Never, ever let it cool. Keep it quiet in the pot. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Hi, everyone. Big thank you to Jake Lasoda. That was legit. Huge thank you to Jake Lasoda. If you were not here... If you were not listening, please listen on the podcast. Listen guys. to the podcast. I'm the podcast. It's It'll be uploaded at 9:30 a.m. as Thank it is you, every Alex, single for doing week. That every week. You're welcome. Thank you. Only because I love you. <laughs> that was that was legitness. Is what just happened. <laughs> Add that to the soundboard, please. Yeah. Oh I have my to God. get on that. I totally forgot about that That's one. That's hilarious. That's a good one. Hot takes presented by Hot Mike Sports. Hot takes. Hot takes. Fighting Saints. Fighting Saints. Hot, Hot takes. takes. Wow. Roll Bernies. Yes, sir. Hot takes. Ben. Hey. Alex. Whoa. WCSF hot takes. Hot takes by Hot Mike Sports. Ben. Yes. Ben. Yo. Do you have a hot take? I sure do, actually. Let's hear it. Uh, actually, you go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, I do. Is yours that controversial or did you just not have one? Well, I actually forgot that I was making the caps my hot take. Uh, so I said it already. So my bad on that one. Yeah, that's fine. We can we can revisit it. The I, Cavaliers I, are going to the NBA Finals good. and will lose, but they are and going there. Lose. So, okay. 
Okay. I'm sorry. I said it. I shouldn't have said it before. No, it's dude. okay. That's it my was, bad. It was part of the prediction. It that's, was part of the prediction. Tough. I'm sorry. No, don't um, apologize. It's okay. Rationalize. Go. Uh, yeah. So, like I had said before, best coach team out there right mm-hmm. now. At the not the best coach team, but they are a very well coached team. Billy Donovan begs to differ, but go ahead. I do like Billy D. Right. Um, coach Bud in the playoffs. He doesn't really know the difference between regular season coaching and playoff coaching. Uh, and I think JB Bickerstaff will. Obviously, it's a prediction. Um, and it is very it's much a, it's a take. hot take. Right. The Nets and the Sixers mentioned it earlier. They could do it. Uh, mm. They definitely could go undefeated at any time. Um, but they're not close enough. They you use the whole regular season if you're that good. Bucks good. Nets good. Sixers good. As a trial run with your team, with your rotations to figure it out. They haven't done that. Ben Simmons isn't going to play. Kyrie has played like seven games. Uh, <laughs> Philly, James Harden. Sometimes feels like playing, sometimes doesn't. Joel Embiid is an MVP. I love Joel. But, I mean... To see your MVP right now? Secondary yeah, hot take? Far, it's not even close. That's not a hot take? Uh, it probably is, but... I say I think saying it's not close is a hot take. Okay. But, yeah, he's the MVP. It's really not close. LeBron's two. That's a hot take. Um... Either one. I ain't even... I, I, I don't want to start a whole MVP debate at the end of the not show DeMar. here. No, I, I ain't going to say DeMar. I'm just going to say this right now. LeBron James, you cannot be MVP if your team is not, you know, in the play-in. Yeah, you know, I hear you. You're I in the play-in you. right now. But Granted, mean, they're there because LeBron's the only guy who hasn't gotten hurt. They would be the 15 seed right now yeah. if it was not for LeBron James. Yes. Russell Westbrook would have run this uh, franchise into the ground. Which is so painful as a Russ fan. Yeah. You know, but, you know what? Yeah. I love Russ. He's Garbo Warbo. I, I was a huge triple-double guy. Russell Lestbrook, as the kiddos would say on TikTok. And Twitter. Can't forget about yep. the idiots on Twitter. Russell idiots Westbrook. On. Yep. La Loser. La Play-In <laughs> Tournament. La Play-In. <laughs> La Mickey. So, yeah. yeah there's- but long story short, Cavs are electric. And I think it's going to be the East. The, the West is going to be two locks. You know, Suns, Warriors, sure. And then the East is going to be these two exciting teams that at the beginning of the season, before... Before everything, you couldn't have said Bulls, Cavs. All right. Thoughts? I agree. I, I, you. I, I, I think the Cavs have that potential to get in. Obviously, my prediction is the Bulls, and it's going to stay the Bulls. Mm. I didn't have the Cavs in the conference in the conference final, but it's because I had the Bucks. So, mm. I mean, hey, go Bucks. Yeah. That was for you. Alex? All right. Is it time first to make all, it spicy? Yeah. We need an update. First of all, last week I said the Fighting Saints would win the CCAC tournament. You did. One down, two to go. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's One be down, two, down, two to go. Just wait. ISB. You don't know what's yep. coming. Yep. 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 I'm just there to be yep. there. Get some pizza. Yeah, get some pizza at halftime and listen to me yell stuff into a microphone. It's free. And now the yep. starting lineups for your fighting scene. What, 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 what? JP 33 Yeah, you already know what it is What? Yeah. Alright, facts <laughs> So we're still on track there Yep My hot take for this week <laughs> LeBron and the Lakers Lose In the play Isn't tournament. that sad, man? Yeah, we just kind of talked about it Just kind of touched on it Yeah Explain uh, It's easy Russell Westbrook And Anthony Crybaby Davis <laughs> Jeez, man. He has a legit injury. <laughs> yeah, Data Davis and Westbrook. <laughs> I've not heard that one before. That's a good one. I like that one. Data Davis, that's so tough. Yeah, Street Clothes Davis yeah, and LeBron. Good. I mean, 
I guess, bro. I guess. It's, I think if the Warriors can lose in the play-in last year, mm-hmm. the Lakers can Yeah, lose. exactly. Look, it doesn't matter how much star power you have. It comes down to one game. Mm-hmm. So you win, stay alive, you lose, pop a squat on the couch, Bronny, and go have a, go have a glass of wine with your wife. Like That's exactly what he's going to do, actually. Yeah, it's exactly what he's going to do. Taco he's, Tuesday! And he's going to pretend to know rap lyrics, too, on Instagram. With the rolly on. Yeah. <laughs> A song that dropped 20 minutes ago. He's going to pretend to know the lyrics to already. Like, Bron, it's okay, dude. You can... Words. All he's holding is forehead and his, with his do-rag on. And, like a demon in that. And like every now and then he looks out of the corner of his eye at his phone and he keeps going. <laughs> like, bro, chill out, guy. Yeah, yeah, chill out. LeBron, he's legit. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, I, I do feel bad for the guy. All right. Well, <laughs> no, no sympathy from me. Zero sympathy. See, but okay. So you have them losing a plan. Understandable, right? Yeah. Still a hot take, but it's understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, <clears throat> I've had much spicier hot takes. What if the Lakers? What if? Okay. I know you're going to say it's not going to happen, and you're right. Yes. But LeBron leads them to the finals. Doesn't win the finals, but leads them to the finals. What does that do for your goat debate? Uh, nothing. Wow. Michael That's Jordan. Ridiculous. Michael Jordan is still my goat. Now, I would respect LeBron a lot more as a player. In the modern day, because look, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm kind of a LeBron hater. I admire his greatness. I don't be tweeting LeMickey and stuff like that underneath every tweet ever. I just can't stand those I hate. Th- I hate those people. I, I'm not exactly a LeBron enthusiast. Sure. Per okay. se. I, that's fair. I mean, but, I think as a basketball player, there's not many more people to respect. No, over he him. is the greatest player right now in the National Basketball Association. The there is no doubt in, in my mind. In the last 15 years, there has been nobody better than LeBron James at any point. Mm-hmm. He is the best player there is right now. Yep. It's, but at it's the end like, of the day, Michael Jordan is still my goat. Because he just has it, right? Yeah, he has it. He has that killer instinct. He gambled against it. the Mamba mentality. All right, that's enough out of here. Yeah, dude. Oh, my god. I think it's time we hand out some awards. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Janitor Lady Jordan Powell, Saint of the Week. Saint of the Week. What? Saint of the Week. What? Saint Saint of the Week. Huh? Saint of the Week. Uh Yes. All right. right. 8.54 in the morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Yeah, we way too hyped for 8.54 in the morning. Yeah. I'm starving, low key. I didn't bring I'm, breakfast. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't bring breakfast. So Gotta have my, I choked on my chocolate milk on the way here. That was actually really bad. If you guys saw me in the quad choking on a chocolate milk, <laughs> please tell me you guys didn't see that. <laughs> I'm so serious. Chocolate hashtag chocolate milk gate. <laughs> chocolate milk gate. Is that where we're at right Come now? On, bro. Chocolate milk gate. Come on. All right. Janitor lady, Jordan Pyle, Saint of the Week award. Do we have to give it to? Do we have the dual? Do we leave the dual name, folks? Do we leave it with both the names? Yeah. If you didn't, if you don't know, janitor lady, uh, a janitor that led us into the radio station a week ago, after we uh, had some power outage issues and mm-hmm. were locked out of the station, a janitor let us in, allowed us to record the show, and eventually upload it via Apple Podcasts. Thank so, you. She is a goat mm. in the history of the show. She's officially a friend of the show. Officially. Officially, Janitor Lady, her. friend of the show. Yep. So, do we get Janitor Lady on the show sometime? That'd be kind of... Whoa. Whoa. Is that too much? Is that Dude, asking too much? That'd be fun. That'd be so funny. Even if it was just like what a five-minute like five segment. Like, thank you so much for what you do. So, like, when year. you mop, right? So, yeah. like, how does that... <laughs> what is your mentality yeah. at, the, at the bucket, right? At the bucket! <laughs> <laughs> 
that's well, gotta, you got to hit the bathrooms at around 8.30. So what's the mentality there? That's got to be something. I don't know what that is, but that's got to be something. Is that janitorist? <laughs> I apologize, guys. Janitor Lady Jordan Pyle, Saint of the Week Award. My award. Drum roll, please. Hannah Swiatek. Bam. Coming for blood. That was, you know, usually we do the Thursday to Thursday thing. Nah. Tuesday yep. night. One performance is all it took for me. One performance. Yep. Hannah Swiatek. 23 points. And an absolute dominating performance. 23 points. Six boards. Two assists. Yep. Eight of 12 from the field. Eight of nine. I'm sorry. Six of nine from three-point range. One of four at the free throw line. So we could work on that. We could work on that. But that's okay. Well, I'm not going to bring it up. And she did it in 36 minutes in her first career start. If that is not player of the week mentality, I don't know what is. Yeah, she's legitness. She's legitness. That was legitness. Yeah, indeed. And you killed that voice. Was that you as a kid? No, I wish though. Yeah, that that, That was legitness. That right now. Jeez, but yeah, probably college. Regretting every decision he's ever made. He probably isn't college. He probably isn't college. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hannah Swiatek definitely deserves it. And, you know, if it wasn't for you already having it, I probably yeah. would have said the same thing. Yeah. But I, saw, you to it. I feel, you know. It's because I'm more dedicated. <laughs> I feel corny giving it to the women's basketball players because, like, you know, like I feel like. No, yeah, honest. I get that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you gave it to Jake Lasota last week. I didn't. So, I mean, that's no different. Jake. Friend of the, Friend show. Of the show, Jake Friend Lasota. Friend of the show, Jake yes. Lasota. We should get Jake Lasota and Jordan Pyle at the same time. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. That. Uh, that. That would be fun. Would it? I don't know. Maybe. We'll talk about it. I don't know. Maybe they win a conference championship. You know, maybe we get a little national tournament 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 preview preview. with Jake. We talk some baseball with Jake. We talk some basketball with Jordan. Andriana Acosta possibly. We get the whole team in here. (laughs) Nah, but anyways, my stand of the week. Uh, Very underrated from earlier on, Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, because... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the softball team doesn't get enough love. Yeah, love the, the softball university. team. Shout out Coach Yeah, Amanda. do you? Because cause earlier on in the show, it didn't seem like you did. I got mad respect for the softball players. Sure you do, bud. What does that even mean? Are you trying to incriminate me right now? I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong. He's just frowning at me and then doing the thing with his fingers where he just taps the ground like an angry teacher waiting for the uh, Dude, was class that to sign. Anything? Was it for real? Please uh, tell me for no, real. No, it was more of a like terrible meme, but you know. Oh, all right. Just... We move. Whatever. I got to get to my pick. It's uh, the softball pitching staff. Ah. Uh, and I, I should pull up the exact names here of the two that pitched. Two back-to-back shutouts in an 8-0 and 7-0 win. Yes. Come, like, come on. Is that good? That's pretty good because the men's team hasn't done it. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? That's so tough. I don't say that they're bad. That's so tough. Yeah. It's because we're not bad. Congratulations to Hannah Swiatek and the Fighting Saints softball pitching staff. You guys are a legitness. Um, that is not couch advice, not gambling advice, not coach advice at all. No. Um, Only couch ad- coach advice today was for Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard got coach please, advice. Juwan, coach advice a little bit here, buddy. Yeah. Don't strike another coach in the face. Yeah. All right? Probably not. Probably, all right? Probably bad idea. Yeah. Not, um, not great. Yeah. It was a good show. I think we did. I think we did a good job, Ben. Yeah. I think you did a great job. Thanks, Bill. Um, this is one of my favorites so a, far. A, any notes going forward? You know, should, should I just shut up or what? What's um, the... Let's see. Going forward, yeah. uh, stay tuned for March Madness. Um, it's going to be legit. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to talk about everything women's hoops uh, and national tournament preview for them. Um, of course, we're going to get to some baseball. Um, going to talk NBA. 
playoff breakdowns. Uh, maybe we'll talk football free agency and, and uh, offseason as that gets a little bit deeper. Uh, rest in peace to Bruno. And I think we should end with that. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bruno. Indeed. Yeah, for sure. All right. Shout outs and mentions, as always. Bruno. Yep. Bruno. Shout out, Bruno. Thank you, Jake Lasota. Thank you Jake. so much for coming in. He did two segments, record holders on the show. Besides you and I, obviously. Jake Lasota, two segments. That's my goat. Hmm. Big thanks to <laughs> Big thanks to Anthony Musiala, station manager, our yes. production director, Elvia. Thank you, Elvia. Her assistant, of course, Cosme Lozano. Thank you to Apple Podcasts for allowing us on. Not as big a thank you to Spotify, but mm-hmm. maybe later. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll just have to see. And of course, a big thank you to you, the listener. Yes, of course. Thank you, listener. If you're listening on podcast, this, yeah. leave a review. Do it. Please. Do it. Please. Oh. <laughs> Leave a review. <laughs> I just punched my microphone. Let's have a day. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. If happy it's birthday. not, happy birthday. Live like it is. Have a great day, everybody. Indeed. <laughs>